In the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sometimes hearing your name makes all the difference. It especially depends upon who says it. Being a new dad, I'm beginning to learn what this exactly means. After a long day, or maybe a restless night, there's great joy when my daughter says, Dada. No matter how stressed out I am, when I hear Dada, the joy from when she says my name overwhelms me. It really makes all things inconsequential. See, the world stops, my heart rejoices, and I wonder if I can just stay there in that moment forever. But then there's the flip side. Maybe you know of this story. The company has a new CEO, and there's rumors of downsizing all over the office. And everyone's tense, wondering if the boss is going to say your name. Then it happens. Your name's called. Everything at that moment seems inconsequential in the wrong way. The world stops, your heart laments, and you wonder if you're going to be in that moment, unemployed, forever. Last week, Jesus also called out a couple names of some people, saying, follow me. However, it's a tall order to follow Jesus, and these people who he called out decided to follow their own way rather than Jesus. See, when Jesus calls out anyone's name, even your name, we must all remember that there's no place to lay our head, there's no time to put our things in order, and there's no turning back. All faces forward towards Jerusalem where things look quite dangerous. Now, after such words like this from last week's Gospel reading, we really shouldn't be too surprised when Jesus says that there's not many workers to reap the harvest. But the fun doesn't stop there in this week's Gospel reading either. In today's Gospel reading, when Jesus calls out the 72 names, he sends them out with nothing. Nothing except for some words. There's no tractor, no combine to reap the harvest, just words. Words like, peace to this house, or the kingdom of God has come near to you. Now, Jesus is determined to make a Jerusalem, to love the world in a way that the world will never really quite understand. And he's just as resolute to take as many people as he can with him. But the equipment in which to gather these people are just words. These words, though, make all the difference because of the name of the one who says it. You know, sometimes hearing a name makes all the difference, but just depends upon who says it. Now, the 72, coming back from their mission trip, they're filled with joy, and the disciples can't wait to tell the Lord the good news. Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. The Lord responds, saying that he saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. 
There's this kind of power in the name of Jesus, that in an instant, Satan and his messengers are defeated. As the leader goes, so do his messengers, which means, as Satan falls, so will the demons at the name of Jesus. So there's no fear where the name of Jesus is. And that's because the name of Jesus also brings the presence of Jesus. And we've seen all throughout Luke this past year that Jesus is having quite a joyful time defeating sin by forgiving it, by defeating sickness by healing it, and, and defeating Satan by conquering him in the desert and conquering him today through his disciples by subjecting the demons to his name. So when the disciples speak the words of peace to the houses or the kingdom of God has come near to the people, it's really Jesus who's speaking it to them. The Lord says, He who hears you hears me. Meaning that the disciples actually carry Jesus in their own bodies. Now, to put it in today's terms, we gathered here today in the name of God to hear from his word. And although you heard Vicar Hansen and myself say the words, you can with confidence say that I heard Jesus. You see, right now, the disciples, the 72, they're rejoicing over the great things that Jesus' name has done in them. But Jesus, knowing more about the kind of joy that his name can give, lets them on even more. You see, with his name and with his presence, there's always more with Jesus. There's never less. So, Jesus, knowing more, lets them in on the joy. Now, we might not think of it as more, perhaps like, Chorazin or Bethsaida or Capernaum actually thought, but let us remember what exactly it means to have our names written in heaven. You see, as Jesus came from heaven on Christmas morning and now is on his way back to his heavenly Father through the cross in Jerusalem, so too are those 72 that are going with him. They are facing death, and they, they need to know that it's not the end of the story. And it's not just for those 72, but it's all for those who follow him. It's a tall order to follow Jesus into death. But today we can rejoice because our names are written in heaven. See, when a name is written in heaven, it runs in the way of heaven. Longer, bigger, fuller more than you will ever know on earth. Jesus says to the disciples, in a sense, and he says that to us today also, there's great joy, great joy, guys, that the demons are subjected to you in my name, but let me tell you something else. There's even more joy in the fact that your name is written in heaven. When your name is written in heaven, since it's longer, bigger, and fuller. 
That joy that's caused by that name written in heaven can overwhelm any kind of loss. A loss of a job when the boss calls you into his office. A loss of a spouse. A loss of a friend, a life. No matter what, this kind of joy will live even in the midst of sorrow. And sorrow will eventually end, but this kind of joy will outlast even sorrow. You see, this joy will not run out because Jesus has written your name in heaven with his own blood that he spilled on the cross for you. So Jesus has his face already set towards Jerusalem, already set on the cross. And he's not looking back. He has nothing to look back as far as he's concerned. And if he's forgiven you through that same cross, and he's forgiven you of your sinful past, then you need not be concerned what lies behind you either. So leave your sin behind you. Fix your eyes on Jesus and follow him to the cross. Maybe it's going to be a long day for you. Or maybe it's been a restless night for you, too. But we're here today. And Jesus has just said your name. And he's written it in heaven. And like a new dad, we can rejoice and be glad to hear our name. But the thing is, though, when Jesus says your name, All things are inconsequential to that moment. And unlike a new dad, who knows he can't stay in that moment forever, when Jesus calls our name, we can stay in that moment forever. Because with his name is his presence, and he's promised never to leave you, nor forsake you. So where his name is, On us today, there is joy, and joy everlasting. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.